Today's episode is sponsored by ChrisTaylorRacing.com. Welcome to Driven to Compete. I'm Kerry Rouse, and I travel to racetracks around the U.S., where I interview members of the racing community and share their stories as a form of inspiration for our community. All right, I am here with Kevin Stuckey, and uh, he is a fellow B-Spec racer. We are at Road America for the June Sprints 2023, 68 years in a row, and uh, this is a pretty awesome facility. It is my favorite racetrack in the world. So where are you from? Uh, I'm from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Okay, how far is that from here? Uh, it's like an hour and 45 minutes, hour 40 minutes south of here. Okay, so south of... Uh, Milwaukee. It's right in between Milwaukee and Chicago, right on the Illinois-Wisconsin border. Got it. Now, do you do, do you consider this your home track or not? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. So how much time have you spent here? I've spent a lot of time here. Uh, I grew up coming to this track with my uncle. Um, he took me here when I was probably seven years old, and he is the one that got me into racing and um, I remember coming here when I was seven with him to come watch the June sprints and it might have been like the 50th uh, June sprints yeah. or something like yeah. that back then. Um, seems like a long time ago, but uh, yeah, it's just such a great place. Did you come to any other races besides June sprints? Because they have so many other things here. Oh yeah, we would... Uh, we would come to like the Cat Nationals all the time, and um, we'd come and spectate a bunch of the professional races here and stuff too, which was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we uh, we come here pretty often. So we talked about this earlier. So we, I want you to, well, if you're willing to give away the secret for people to come spectate, what do they spectate from here? My favorite spot to watch any race from here is from the gearbox or the little hill just in front of that. Underneath some of those big trees, you get some shade. And you can see turn 5 and turn 14 from there. And uh, that's one of my favorite places here. Yeah, yeah. Well, when did you first get on the track? My first time on the track here was uh, in 21. Um, I went and got my competition license, or my novice permit. Uh, in 21 I did a driver's school at Blackhawk Farms, uh, which is also a local track that we uh, race at pretty often. and. Uh, did three races and got my full competition license and after that uh, two weeks after I got my license I came here and did the cat national or the cat major they call it yeah. now yeah. Um, never been here before or never drove it before other than they used to let us do like uh, track touring at lunchtime okay they really don't do that too much anymore but when when I was I remember 
you know, at lunchtime, coming here and crewing for my uncle, um, we'd go out and at lunchtime give him 20 bucks and they'd let us run a couple of laps with a bunch of other street cars and stuff, which was a ton of fun. Um, but my first race here was, it was, it, it was awesome. We, I did the test day and th that was a little scary because I was on the track with all these like GT1 cars yeah. and Trans Am type cars and touring the fall line touring cars and the, they're just blowing by me going super fast and I'm just holding on to the wheel like oh this is a little scary but um, by the end of the weekend I was feeling really comfortable here and uh, you know just fell in love with driving here so now how many so that was uh, in 21 um, you were probably here last year 22 I did one race here last year uh, so 21 we got this I was my uncle he came here and he rented a car from uh, Chris Taylor in 2020 and he rented uh, a Fiat from Chris here at the Cat Major in 2020 and then he rented a Mazda from Chris and at the runoffs yeah and uh, he was looking to get back into racing after taking a little break um, so he actually ended up buying a Honda Fit from these guys from Houston, Texas. Um, and it just somehow that car won the runoffs that year, which was... It was a Riley, wasn't it? Yeah, it was incredible um, that we're bringing this car home on my uncle's tow dolly from Elkhart Lake and the motor's all disassembled, everything's all torn apart on it from after they won, they have to tear it all apart. My uncle ended up, he bought the car because he wanted to race at Indy and he ended up getting sick and couldn't race that year he said, hey, Kev, you want to go to driver's school? You know, you can take the fit. I said, uh, yeah, you know what? That'd be awesome. Let's do it. So I ended up that April going to the driver's school at Blackhawk. And I did, like, seven or eight races that year, my first year. And I somehow qualified myself to go to the runoffs. And I said to my Uncle Rich, I said, you still want to go to Indy? I'm uh, qualified. He's like, yeah, let's do it. I was like one of the last people to register for it. But uh, it was such an awesome experience getting to go there with him and uh, see that facility it was really cool. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. And then it was a huge, the biggest field ever, like 62, yeah. 63 people. Yeah. Do you remember how you did? So I I qualified like fifty fifth I think. 
I was in the back. Um, I I was having a really pretty good race. I moved up. I was in like 50th place, and then on the second to last lap, right before Fritz, yeah, uh, flipped the car. Yeah, or he uh, didn't flip it, but it, it, yeah, it flipped. Yeah, um, right before that happened, I broke a motor mount on oh. the fit and had to pull off. Uh, I wasn't far from the pits, so I went into the pits. I said something's broken. You know, water was shot up on the windshield, the radiator oh, hose let loose, something's broken. And uh, I ended up still getting a finish, and I was 54th, uh, but it it was still an unbelievable experience that I'll never forget. Yeah, yeah. So there. that was the fit, right? Yep. Then, and then when did the Sonic come along? So the next April, after the runoffs, I went to the first race of the year with the Fit, and I was involved in a pretty big wreck with it uh, at Blackhawk Farms. It's a pretty small track. It's a lot smaller than here, pretty narrow. And I'm going through turn six at Blackhawk. Let me back up a second. Saturday, I had the best race of my life at Blackhawk there. I set a new personal best by two or three seconds. Um, I had a really good back and forth with my good friend Jonathan. Uh, ended up edging him out at, at the end of the race. Sunday, during qualifying, I, uh, pretty early in the session, was going through turn six, and somebody in a spec Miata uh, drove into my back passenger door and uh, pretty much launched the fit like a football, like a punting a football. <laughs> it was pretty scary and it happened really fast. Um, so after that, I did a ton of work to it because I wanted to get back on track really bad last year. I got back on track and uh, raced a regional here. I'd raced the regional at Autobahn, uh, which is also a local track not too far from me. Um, and then my friend Steve, he's putting together this big race uh, at the end of the year with Midwest Council. It's another group that yep. we like to race with. They're super nice people, a little different than SCCA. They're really laid back, relaxed about everything. Um, we did the long race and um, when we were at the long race, another guy locally, he was selling the Sonic and I talked to him and ended up working out a deal with him and we shook hands at that race in late October of last year and uh, the fit, I actually ended up selling it back to my uncle then at that point, and uh, now I'm here with the Sonic, and this is my third race in it. So, so what's um, what are the differences that you see between those two cars? The biggest difference with uh, the Sonic and the Fit, I think, was the way that they handled, and also the way that 
the Sonic puts all that big block American power down to the pavement compared to how the Fit did. It seemed like uh, the the Sonic seems a little bit better for a track like this, uh, whereas the Fit seemed like it was maybe a little bit better for a track like Road America yeah. or uh, Black Hawk Farms. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. So, yeah, this is a good track for your car, then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any part, uh, what, what's your favorite part of driving this particular track? Um, I don't know if I could really pick one favorite part, because just, I love everything about this track so much. Um, just coming up here and being here is, like, yeah. my favorite part. Now, do you have friends and family that follow along? Yeah, so my main sponsor uh, is my dad, and um, I work for uh, a construction company that um, we have a family business. What's the name of it? It's called Stuckey Construction Company. Okay. And um, he has been very supportive of my racing, and um, he would support my uncle's racing back in the day. He raced uh, H production, F production um, with a Volkswagen Rabbit. It was purple. <laughs> um, also, my wife and kids are uh, also my biggest supporters as well. They're here, right? Yeah, they're all here. All my family's here and everybody and we're super excited for uh race this afternoon so so when you guys come as a family to here do you, you airbnb or do you stay at the track what do um, you do? we're kind of close enough where a lot of times we'll just either go back home to kenosha and then come back the next day or sometimes we'll stay at hotels in the area uh this weekend i'm staying uh, at a hotel in the area okay so, yeah yeah well, the schedule isn't too hectic right now. One race today, yep. right? One race tomorrow. Yep. Um, Yesterday I, was kind of a long day, it seemed like. Yeah. Having two qualifyings in the morning and then real late in the, the day. but Yeah, yeah, just kind of sitting around. Yeah. Um, everything going good with the car? Yeah, yeah, the car seems great. Uh, the driver needs a lot of work, but... Uh, we're, we're working on that so I know the experience at Indy was special um, have you had any um, experiences where the race itself was just unforgettable the this weekend is starting to seem like it's turning into that really me. yeah hey, what's 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 making it that way it's my first June sprints I've been coming here for 20 years with my uncle and stuff, and um, 
to to drive this event for the first time is it's really really cool really special so. awesome awesome well how do you think it's gonna work out for you where do you where do you see yourself at the end of the day after the first race I'm hoping to improve my lap times a little bit maybe mm -hmm. get a little bit faster and um, have some good uh, good back and forth driving with some of the other b-spec cars in front of me so yeah do you know what your best time is here my best time here was set yesterday afternoon i did a two 259.4 something like that which uh the year before i really wanted to break three minutes here right before they repaved it yeah and last year I tried so hard and uh, did a 301 in the uh. fit. So I was like this close. Um, but the first session yesterday I went out and set a new personal best by two seconds out here. That's awesome. So I was feeling pretty happy about that. So what do you, I mean, you've been on this before and after the surface change, right? Yep. So what are your thoughts about that? the new surface is like it, it's like driving on a pool table it is the smoothest um nicest track i didn't think this place could get any better but they totally made it better by doing that yeah and uh all the little bumps and nuances in the track surface that you would recognize before um, are completely gone now so it's uh, kind of a little bit of a learning process but it, it just seems the the new surface is just phenomenal do you have more grip yeah oh yeah yeah the uh, the tires seem to like this uh, a lot better and um, you can definitely you know push a little bit harder on the new new asphalt so are you are you pretty much supporting yourself i mean do you have other uh, mechanical support um my brother he'll help me out quite a bit um my uncle helps me out too uh, when they can um but i pretty much do all the work myself on the car and it's funny before before i kind of got into racing and stuff i really didn't know a ton about working on cars other than like little stuff um, at work and working on trucks and stuff like that but um, I have learned so much about working on cars over the past uh, three years and I've also learned that I really don't like doing body work that much <laughs> either. So, <laughs> Well what has been probably the biggest revelation for you either good or bad about working on cars like uh, was there something that you like discovered is like oh I finally have figured out how to do this and and why it's important anything like that no not really I mean I, I've learned that having correct alignment setups especially in b-spec is probably like one of the single biggest things um, that you can do to like prepare yourself for a race weekend um, the the cars are so slow that you need to set them up to be able to corner as fast as you can yeah. and 
Um, yeah. That's... So what's the plan? Stick with the Sonic? Continue racing that for next year? Yeah, hopefully. Um, that That's kind of the plan for now, so. Yep. I, I really like the, the GM Chevy brand, and uh, I, I think it's a good fit for me, so. Any uh, any kind of bucket list tracks that you want to try to get to? Yeah, there's two tracks on the East Coast that I tell my wife that someday we'll take a vacation out there and take the trailer out there. I really want to go to Watkins Glen really badly, yeah. and also Lime Rock Park okay. are like my two bucket list tracks to go to. How someday. far east is Lime Rock? Uh, that's pretty far. That's uh, in Connecticut, I believe. Oh, so it's further away than. Yeah, it w it would be a pretty big tell for me, yeah. but one of these days, maybe when the kids get a little bit older, we'll go out there. So. Yep. Uh, how, how old are your kids? Uh, Andrew is five, and Anthony is one. Perfect. They yeah. can start in karting now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if uh, mom is <laughs> really okay with that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so what? Um, we'll finish with any advice you would give to somebody listening who, who just have never pulled the trigger kind of feel like they want to get into motorsports but either don't know how or they're just intimidated how how can they start like easing into it I will say this after I first got my license I was not I was pretty old I was like 32 33 years old when I first went to driver school um, I when I was growing up going to the track with my uncle he'd always say to me I was 15, 16 years old. Hey, you should go to Skip Barber. You should, you know, you should do this. After I did my first driver's school, I said to him, my biggest regret in life is not, well, not, I wouldn't say the biggest regret in life, but one of my biggest regrets is not doing it sooner yeah. when I was younger because it is such an addiction and it is just so much fun. Um, well, you yeah. have a, you had a buddy that showed up today, and you yeah. were showing him your Garmin, yeah. your, your lap, yeah. and he was just like, I could see his eyes. Yeah, like, yeah. It's cool because cool. If, if you've never done it, um, some people think you got to be in a fast car. I mean, my gosh, when you're wheel the wheel with somebody, and sometimes only up on two wheels on yeah, some of the corners. I, I did. I the first time at my driver's school, I got the fit up on two wheels, and I was like. Uh, what do I do now? <laughs> uh, so I just straightened the wheel out, let off the gas a little bit, went back down and went off in the grass a little bit, but nothing didn't hit anything or it was fine. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of a little hairy a little bit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these cars are kind of top heavy. So, um, you spend a lot of time at least with one wheel. Yeah. Up yeah, in the air. yeah, definitely. Well, man, thank you for your time. Yeah. I know you got a race coming up. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll try to maybe get up to the spot where you're talking about yeah. and watch it up from there. Awesome. awesome. Thank hey, you so thank much. Thank you. Yeah. I want to thank you for listening to Driven to Compete. It's been a pleasure sharing this episode, and I hope we've provided some inspiration and entertainment along the way. If you like the content, please share and like. But I have one ask for everyone listening. I would appreciate more than anything to add you to my weekly newsletter. Simply visit my website, driventocompete.com and you'll see a form to get on my newsletter where I share exclusive content and giveaway swag.